Beautiful song, isn't it? Oof. It's a resurrection song. Well, we have a living Savior, don't we? My message is not about Easter, but we celebrate a living Savior every day. We don't wait till Easter time. And we enjoy Easter because it reminds us that we have a living God. Yes. What a song, Ginny. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. Let's open our Bibles. To the Gospel of John. Chapter 14. In chapter 13 was the last Passover. And uh, it was our Lord meeting with the disciples. He broke bread and told them a few things of what's going to happen. And actually, he was letting them know that his time of departure is getting near. And he needed to go to the Father, as he said. Uh, he needs to depart, in verse 1 of chapter 13, out of this world to the Father. And in, uh, as he continues in chapter 14, he says, verse 1, if you're with me, let not your heart be troubled. He told them that few things that they got a little perplexed and maybe sad. He said, but let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places or mansions, according to the version you have. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. You know one thing, this is not... This is not uh, uh, scripted, to those who doubt, to those who doubt, take it from the Lord's mouth. He's gone to prepare a place for us. Do you believe that? If you believe that, then why is he preparing a place? Come up with the answer. Why is he preparing a place? He's preparing a place for us to go and be with him. Isn't that an assurance? It's not that someone is telling us. It's the Lord himself is telling us. Rest assured, Christian, this morning, that Jesus has already finished the latest, the last. He prepared the bathrooms. Dave, he prepared the bathrooms. He prepared the restrooms. He prepared everything. He prepared mansions for each and every one of us. So, if it, not, if it weren't so, he said, I would have told you. And he is the truth. I go to prepare a place for you. Verse 3, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, 
that where I am, here it is, there you may be also. And you know the way where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way. And the truth and the life, no one comes to the Father but through me. And we blame Thomas sometimes. Thomas, you know, he has some, some background, you know. And uh, uh, he, his faith was a little bit weak. But, you know, in chapter 13, when he met with them to tell them, even uh, Peter told him, oh, we, we don't know where you're going. Even Peter, we don't know where you're going. And the disciples were already, they had question marks on their faces. What are you talking about? Where are you going? When the Savior was on earth, today I want to talk before Jose, the way of life. The way of life. And when he was here on earth, he lived a simple life. As we heard during the breaking of bread today, how he came where he was born, how he lived, how he came into Jerusalem, and, where, and how he died, and even when he died, and they didn't have a, 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 a tomb to bury him. It was a borrowed tomb from other people. But during his short years here on earth, he said many things, like he said, I'm the light, right? To the hungry, what did he say? I am the bread. Okay. To the separated people and left, he said, I am the door. Right? Didn't he say that? Now to those who are uncertain, those who are asking, where are you going? And uh, we don't know the way, he said in one word. I am the way. I am the way. No one in the history of mankind could say I am the way. Never. Only Jesus Christ can say I am the way. To the desperate. First, Jesus points the way. As he points the way to life, life. To all those who have been lost, this morning, please listen to me. On the highways of life, Jesus is calling today. Please listen. Come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He was saying, come and receive the peace that you are longing for. Come to me and rest your hearts from all the worries of this world. 
because I came to relieve you. I came to change you. Come and experience salvation that no one can offer. Come, in simple words, come and rest. The highway is clear. The road, the way is paved. And you only have trustingly come. And I will take you by the hand and lead you to the real way, to the way of life. A question. Have you experienced the way to life? Have you met with Jesus this morning at a certain time in your life? And you have given your, wife, your life to him? Have you come to him and say, my way never worked? And so many people did it their way, right? And they sing about, I did it my way. But at the end of the day, did their way give them satisfaction in their lives? Did they reach a certain place where they can say, ah, I am resting? I don't believe so. I haven't found anyone outside the Lord Jesus Christ. To have found the way at all. But every believer this morning here amongst us can say, I found the way. In fact, Jesus found me and I am resting in him. What does this word offer? Is there life outside Jesus? Let me ask you a question. Those who got saved here. You've experienced both lives. Was there any moment in your life where you could say, I am resting, your heart rested really? And you were enjoying life outside him. You were trying to enjoy life. By doing all kinds of things that are contrary. To the way that Jesus wanted you to live. And at the end. Total zero disappointments. Distractions. Destroyed. He said, I am the way. And anytime we try to have our own way, we meet with disappointment and disaster. Do you agree with that? Anytime. Many people have created many ways. <laughs> 
even theologians, even religions. And there's a saying that says, always lead to Rome. Right? Did you, did you hear about that? Always lead to Rome. Okay? Let's go. We, we go to Rome. What do you find in Rome? A tower that's going this way. What is there? Always lead to Bethlehem. Okay? What is in Bethlehem? Nothing there now. There are churches collecting money when people come in and visit. That's all. And there are many ways that people are following nowadays to find peace, to find joy. But there, there isn't one person who could come and say, come, I have a way for you. I have a solution to your problems. Like these disciples. We don't know the way and we don't know where you're going. And there are many people today, if they face the fact of life and look deep inside, really, we don't know the way at all. Well, I'm here to let you know that there is a way you can follow. And the end of it is total happiness and joy. Jesus Christ. Don't try any other way. He is the way to live. I have found out to be. And he, this is what the Bible says. He is the way to live. In time and eternity. In fact, he is life. Paul, when he met with those people, philosophers, well-educated, in, uh, in, uh, in, in Greece, on a, on a hill where they used to go and seek God. And finally, because they want to seek, finally they found someone, he found some, someone says, to an unknown God. They were worshiping an unknown God. And Paul, when he was there, he was so, so worked out in his own heart that he said, I will introduce you to a God, to a way where you find true happiness. For in him we live and breathe and have our being. This is the one who can say, I am the way. Many came. It reminded me, I, I read uh, a legend. I mean, it's not a story, it's a true story. But people cannot, cannot offer anything to humanity. This world cannot offer any person who is really lost, cannot offer a solution. The only solution is offered by the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't go to Rome. Don't go to Bethlehem. Don't go to the Holy Land. Don't go where else they go nowadays. Wherever you go to find peace and find salvation and forgiveness of sins, this does not exist anywhere else. It exists here, not in this church. It exists in your life. 
says, Lord Jesus, I take you as my Savior. And this is where peace starts. And this is the way you should follow that will lead you to eternal life. Period. And this legend I read, when I, when I started reading it, I, I laughed, that's why I said. And it says, like, a man became lost in his way. And weren't we all? And he wandered and fell into a bed of quicksand. Dangerous. So Confucius, the philosopher, saw the man's predicament and said, it is evident that men should stay out of places such as this. That's, that's what he could offer him. You should stay out of this. I am dying. You stay out of this. All right. Let's take another one. Buddha came. He observed the situation and said, let that man's plight be a lesson to the rest of the world. Man is screaming, please, get me out of here. Then Muhammad came and said to the sinking man, it is the will of God. Could he do anything? Then finally, Jesus appeared. And Jesus told the man, take my hand. And I will save you and walk with you. That's the difference. I am the way. He can say it. No one else could do anything. And today, no one can help you. No one can lead you. No one can give you hope like the Lord Jesus Christ. He said that. In personal and social tensions, he guides you through, right? We're going. I mean, we are living in a world that is really a dangerous world. Dangerous world. And we hear every day different stories. I got up today and the, the top of the news that about 40 people in two churches in Egypt were slaughtered. What can you say to that? This is a dangerous world. In temptation, that is all around us. The one who was tempted in everything, like us without sin, can help us through the temptation. He is the way to give, to give us a victory over temptations. He is the way. And with him you'll not be alone. Poor this man who was sinking. All he needed is a hand to lift him up and walk with him. I am the way. 
And when he is the way to your life, to a better life, to eternal life, he doesn't say, I am the way and leave you alone. He walks with you. He guides you. And the way that he is walking with you in has a good ending. It's not we are now, we don't know what we're going. We're traveling, but we have no destination. It has a good destination, doesn't it? We know where we're going. Christian, do you know where you're going? You can say, yes, I know. You were born at a certain time, born again, at a certain time in your life. And someone asks you, do you know what's going to happen to you when you die? As by all means, I know. And this is my problem with the many priests I've had problems with. We don't know. They don't know where they're going. Unsafe people don't know where they're going. But you and I can say, we know where we are going. And my question to you, with all my love to you, sitting on this chair, if the Lord comes today or the Lord calls you home today, do you know where you're going? Thomas said, we don't know where you're going. Thomas, look at me. I am the way. And if you say, tell me today, I don't know where I'm going. Let me submit to you. Jesus is the way. And he's here. He's here. He wants you to come. His arm is stretched. And he wants to pull you out of danger, out of this rut you are in, out of your life that you're not satisfied with. You've tried every other way. He wants to pull you and says, okay, come. I'm going to save you, and I'm going to walk with you. He promised on this highway of life to walk with us and to guide us his arm, the Bible says, his arms are underneath. And he, and the Bible says, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Whatever comes, all the world forsakes you. All. But never Jesus. There is a desperation in the world today. Boy, is there. And people find themselves confronted by enemies, amazed by politics, frightened by overwhelming knowledge. Knowledge is increasing. And that's one of the signs of the end of time. Knowledge will increase. Knowledge is increasing. Are you conf confused by conflicting ideologies that you hear about today? Oh. Don't open the television. You'll be, you'll be really confused. Are you shaking by human performances? The one you think that this is an ideal person, then you find something about them. Are you? Are you shaken by that? Why all this? Why? Why the world is falling apart? 
regardless of, because man is following his own thinking. He's not following the one who said, I am the way. He's making his own decision. And his own decision away from God. As I said, I did it my way. And this is resulting in total failure and disappointment. And in desperation, millions ask today, how can I make it? I'm lost. The Bible clearly says that. Listen to what Proverbs says, 1626. There is a way which seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Get out of the rut. Get out of depression. Get out of anything that has separated you from the love of God. And take his hand and listen to him say, I am the way to life. And then he told them later on, he gives a clear discussion, a clear direction about, about his way. Hold on. Don't give up. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Your life will take an upward turn when you fully give your way, surrender your way, and trust Christ to guide you his way. God has planned your salvation. He has his way, a way for you. He has a way to give you a better life. Would you like that? Would you take that? If he says, I have a better way than the way you have devised for yourself, would you take it? Or you say, well, let me think about it. I'll come back and see you later on. He has a way for victory over sin. And he says, my way, I want to show you what I'm going to do for you. Where are you going? Yes, I'm going to the cross. I have some business to do on your behalf. I am going to go to the cross there and bear your sins and die in lieu of you instead of you dying. And I will die for you. Take your sins and take them to the grave and bury them. And after three days, I am going to rise victorious over sin and over death. Now you know where I'm going. Now, Peter, you know where I'm going. Now, Thomas, now disciples, you know where I am going. That's why he kept telling them in John 13. And then he said, okay, you're troubled. Do not be troubled anymore. I am going to give you the full scenario. I'm going to go and be crucified, died, and rise up for your salvation and justification. He was so clear also to tell them, let me tell you, I'm going to be victorious over death. 
Because he tells them, I am very soon going back to my father. A dead person doesn't go to his father, right? So I'm going to rise and go to my father. And he was very clear also about life itself. I have come, he said. You know the purpose of my coming, he said. I have come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. You still ask where I'm going? Let me tell you. Jesus said, I am the only way. I am the way. I would say the only way to salvation. Don't think of another way. Don't think of any other road that you can follow to get saved. And he said that. Here it is. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the channel. He is the channel. Think about it. Christian, rejoice. You came through him and God saved you. He is the channel. In fact, he is life itself. No one. It's a very clear dec de declaration. You know what it is? It's what we, what, we call it, what we call it absolute. It's an absolute. It's not like, uh, try it, you like it. I'll try Jesus. No, he's not ice cream to try it. You take Jesus as your savior. You don't try him. He never said in the Bible, try me. Not at all. The most crucial test today, I find it, as I read and hear and watch, um, of Christian theology or beliefs today is what a person does with Jesus Christ. The way. Pilate asked this question, what shall I do? I preached about that with Jesus, who is the Christ. And you know what he did. Biggest mistake in his life. Instead of answering this question, some have adopted this dangerous teaching and listen to what's happening in the world today. The equality of Jesus to others and they made him simply a way rather than the way. Isn't it what our nation going through today? We were born as a Christian nation. In other words, we preach the gospel. We send missionaries to the whole world. We have the way. We own Christianity. But what is happening today? It was declared a few years ago, we are no more a Christian nation. We are a nation of Christians. They don't want absolutes. 
Are you saved? Oh, well, hey, the Lord saved me from many dangers. This is not the question. I was asked, asked someone, are you sure you're saved? He said, son, no one knows the answer to this question. Let me ask you a question. Do you know the answer? Do you know the answer? I thank God that Jesus found me. He showed me the way. And he showed me the end of this way. It's not destruction. The end of the world is destruction. The end of someone who is not taking the absolutes of Jesus. Who says, well, he is one of many. You can believe in many people. And there are many prophets. And there's a religion that says he was not crucified. But it was an imitation of him. He is only a good prophet. He is God incarnated in a form of a man. God came and visited us. God spoke to these disciples. I am the way. And more than that, I am the truth. What I tell you is the truth. And on top of that, on top of that, let's put a lid on it. I am the life. So, with this, what would you like to do with Jesus this morning? Would you walk in his way? Would you take him? Would you follow the way? And there's no other way. It's not through Rome. It's not through the Holy Land. It's not through Mecca. No, it's not the only way to lead you to a life, eternal life, is Jesus Christ. Through Jesus. No one comes into the Father except through me. Would you? To proclaim Jesus Christ as an optional way of salvation is to reduce, in my opinion, the Godhead to mere humanity. Careful about that. You know, church, a human Christ cannot lift us up from human despair. We need God, and that's him. God incarnated in the form of a man. Jesus Christ came down to earth to lift us up from despair and total destruction. Someone was right when he was saying this. I read this thought. Knowledge without God will fill our world with clever devils. Argumentative. Clever. And a salvation without a divine savior will fill our world with demons. Today, my friend, I hope I could clear in your mind the way of Christ. His way is for you to face yourself and say, am I 
in the way that Jesus wanted me to be or wants me to be. And he's telling you, if you're not, if you're lost, come and I will change your life. I will save you. He is the only way to life and life eternal. And the question is, through searching, have you lost your way? Hear him say, I am the way. Let not your heart be troubled anymore. Follow me, and I will give you the life you were searching for, eternal life. Will you? Let's bow our heads. Pray. Which way you're following? Your way or his way? The world's way or Christ's way? Pray. Ask Lord. Lord, please, please open my eyes. The way of my life is going, it's not getting anywhere. I am so disappointed. I'm so sad. I'm so lost. I'm so distracted. I'm so confused. Here I give you my life. Take my hand. As he took the hand of that man sinking in a quicksand and told him, I will walk with you. Take him as, his, as your savior and he will change your life. Our Father, we as we pray in our hearts, many, I give you this humble word that it work in the hearts of many and those who are still searching. I pray that today you will find them and take them into your chest and change their lives. This world is running away away from you. Help us, Lord, to get out and come to the Savior. And there we'll find peace, we'll find joy, we'll find eternal life and true happiness. Bless each and every one. And may any person who heard this simple message who's still searching will find the way to come to Jesus. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.